Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. I am one of your hosts this week, Professor Chris G. And on the other line with me is my good old pal that I know he would not go walking in the winter with me. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie, my man, how you doing? No, it's too cold out there. There's too much ice. There's just too much that I need to be worried about. I'm gonna. I'm shooting to get up, get back out there this week, but we'll see how that goes. But other than that, I'm doing pretty good. That's good, man. That's good. And also joining us this week, he is making his return to the podcast. It's good old Carl Dutton. Carl, how are you doing? Welcome back. Not bad, not bad. Third season of the Power Rangers show means I get to be on a third episode here. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Every time you start a new every time you start a new season, you gotta come back on. Yeah, that's 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 the rules, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we can get you out for more. Uh but yeah. Th- oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, thank you for coming back. And um if you guys have not heard any of the previous episodes with Carl Dunn, what are you doing? Those are very good episodes dating all the way back. I believe the first one that you were on was the Kangaskhan episode, all the way back during the pandemic. And and we're we're all the way here a couple of years later. It's just it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, when you said that we were gonna be doing an episode, uh, and you link me to it, of, of what's currently airing in Japan before it's being dubbed. I was like, wait, you've somehow covered all of Pokemon? Holy crap! Because like, you, were, you, were you were in the original series, and suddenly you're like, you've covered it all? Oh, wow. Yeah. Yes, you see, we haven't slept in three years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, we just... <laughs> but, uh... Although I'll say this, watching this episode, I went, I mean, I, I know it's because what they're going for is this whole reunion thing, because it's I'm gonna I'm gonna use the American names because I don't know them as the Japanese name, but this this is Ash's last season. Yes. So they're clearly getting the band back together and getting the original team back together. Um but because of that, this was like holy crap. Other than the Pokemon, this show is exact like I the last episode I watched for you guys was twenty years earlier, and it is the exact same episode. <laughs> like the same characters, the same plot. Team Rocket is still after Pikachu. It's been what, 23 years? And they're still doing the same thing. Yes, and Ash Ash hasn't um aged a day. He's still apparently, apparently, unless they do something on the last eleventh episode to say that he is now twelve or whatnot, he is still ten years old in this anime. Yeah, I like literally <laughs> Other than Ash's clothes and the Pokemon, this could have been an episode from the show that we watched two years ago. Yes. <laughs> and he's still the same. I mean, he, he thankfully, he, they're showing that he is maturing a little bit. Um, he's still his little quirky self, um, does things on a whim. 
But um, actually, I, I I can have a discussion with you guys um real real quick because something I was watching on YouTube came across as pretty interesting when I was um watching it. But this one guy that I was listening to, I wish I had his name, I um so I can give him credit. But he was talking about how all of the professors in the Pokemon series are named after trees. Like they're a type of tree, like Professor Oak, Professor Birch, and um, and he just went through all of them. He's like, he's like, man, he's like, could Ash at some point be a professor with his love of Pokemon? Because he, uh, he's basically, I mean, he he could be an ash tree. Well, ash. Yeah. Well, yeah, an ash is a type of tree, and also uh, it would also go along with the idea that Professor Oak is busy giving his mum wood. So. <laughs> Now, yes. I won't sit here. And I, <laughs> it's, it, you know it's happening, Doug. You know it's happening. You refuse to see it. It is that that is happening. You saw the look on Mr. Mime's face in the last episode. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, Carl, so uh, in the last episode, um, episode two of the 11 episode series, Professor Oak came and drove up to Ash's uh, mom's house. And, and Mr. Mime was out there just sweeping away um, some of the dust on the outside. But as soon as Professor O came up, he had the biggest smug on his face the entire time that um, he was talking to Mrs. Mrs. Ketchum. And I was like, oh, Mr. Mime has heard some things or has seen some things and just does not like this Professor Oak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, it is Mr. Mime, who is pretty much uh, a sex registered sex offender himself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, look at him. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know you guys haven't watched the episodes for the last, you know, in between seasons, between the Kanto seasons of this. Um, but has it ever been explained, like, where Ash's dad is? Ever? No. no. Uh, so the latest that we've heard anything spoken about Ash's dad was in the last Pokemon movie um, that was just dubbed over. Um, I think it came out in May of last year. And he mentioned that his dad had given him some like props and stuff um, as he was growing up and has taught him a lot of life lesson stuff. But that's the only thing that we have heard. We still no other mention of his father in the actual series. No, nothing. So I'm absolutely in headcanon mode. The Professor Oak is, in fact, his dad. <laughs> like there's an illegitimate something going on there. Yeah, I mean, you, I, you, you think that I, I personally, I, I grew up thinking Giovanni was until more recent and watching yeah, other Arnie, episodes. Wow, yeah, yeah. I mean, he does have the black hair. That's true. Yes. So I, I thought Giovanni. Um, and then there's also that big rumor of the big war that was going on in Pokemon and all the men left off to this war and his dad just never came back. So that's that's where that's where I'm leaning. I'm 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 in camp Poke War. Which would be a hell of a movie if they ever Well like guy like warriors riding in on Charizards and Yeah. Big old machamps just slugging it out. 
We need yeah, that movie. We, we need that movie. Like Game of Thrones, <laughs> but with Pokemon, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Game of Balls. <laughs> maybe, maybe not Game of Balls. <laughs> game of <laughs> that's what that's what professor oak plays every night there you go there it is there it is there There you go (laughs) but uh but yeah um so i (laughs) i was explaining um to you carl like off air uh the reason that we kind of stopped what we're we're doing to kind of cover this like i said we we chose to kind of come this route because Ash is finally leaving the series. They're replacing Ash with two new characters um, come as of April, I think is when those characters start up. April or May. And I was like, oh, this is this will be a nice, a nice little send off. And me and Doug are currently working with something in the background as well. And hopefully everything turns out knock on wood right now. And I'm going to do that. That will have a nice little surprise for everybody towards the very end of this. And yeah, it's it'll <clears throat> this is a big send off. We, we finally have an end point. For Ash Ketchum. And what's his name in Japan? Is his name, I heard everybody else's name, but what's his name in Japan? Satoshi. Satoshi. Okay. Satoshi Satoshi. So the whole the whole tree thing is just an American thing then. For the that they invented for the games, I guess. Yes. So yeah. um but every all all the professors are um have a tree name and this just this guy on YouTube was just going off and just saying yeah, he Ash could be the next professor because he could be an ash tree, and I was like, so wow. again, that has to match with the footage, which you know, as a person who covers Power Rangers for my own Patreon um, show, you're limited by the Japanese footage. Sometimes it's like that's a really good story idea, but if the Japanese haven't filmed it, we can't do it. Mm-hmm. it, it exactly, and <clears throat> it's funny because w- even with. Um, Power Rangers, you run into the because we ran into it with the original uh, Pokemon anime, the reuse of different camera angles and different things that they did in Japan when they were dubbing it over here in English for Power Rangers. How how often do you see the same clip over and over again? Uh, <laughs> well, every time they they morph, every time they summon the Megazord, every time the Dragon Zord turns evil, which is about every five episodes, that chimney stack candy cane that gets mushed. Every time they reinstall that chimney cap candy cane, let's not paint it like a candy cane this time, guys, because that dragon is going to come and munch it. Oh no, there we go again. Uh, yeah, they like reusing that footage, and it gets even worse in season two, which is remarkably when they start filming their own footage. But yeah, every time they summon the swords, Mastodon, Lion, Thunderzord power every single time and it comes out and does, yeah. They uh they that is how they make their show and pad their show out. But yeah. literally just because we've just hit in the Patreon rewatch, we've just hit Zoo 2 footage, which is where they went back to Twi uh Twi, sorry, and said can you film new footage of the Zoo Ranger suits and the Zords for us that will just be just for Power Rangers? Um, so, we've, so we've hit that point. Um, somehow it took them 10 episodes to bring the Green Ranger back, which is amazing. Um, but yeah, they, we've hit that point. And they filmed new Zord footage, new Zombie footage, new um, Megazord transformation footage where they skipped the tank mode. Uh, and it's nice to see that because it's like after 50 episodes of seeing the same transformation five times uh, an episode, it's like, oh, thank God, something new. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard a backstory, and I'm not sure how true it is, 
but the but Tommy was supposed to come in as just the evil Green Ranger, but they got embarded or bombarded by so much fan mail to bring Tommy back that that's the reason Tommy came back into the series and then uh, and then um, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers they ended up going off to a different season in in Japan it it is Japan right yeah Japan and um, that Mighty Morphin stayed here in the US and they had to uh, basically film just regular things just to come over here to the United States because they were out of footage because they weren't filming Mighty Morphin anymore. Well, out well, in- okay, so the footage that they use is from a show called Kodai Sentai Zoo Ranger, which is the Super Sentai of 92, which they then used up until the Doomsday two-parter. That's what they used. Okay. Um, but then they got to episode 40 and they'd used all that footage and they went... Well, these suits are selling like gangbusters, are selling all these toys. So they rang up the production company of Sentai, who at that point were making were making Gozai Sentai Die Ranger, which was the 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 um, show where the Thunderzords and the White Ranger came from. They were busy filming that, and they said, "Can you film new footage with your production? We will pay for you to film new footage with those old suits and those old swords, and send us just the fight footage, and we will dub it over." And that was the second half of season one. The last 20 episodes of season one and a good portion of season two was that. Oh. But then in season two, they started subbing in the new Zords, which were from the current Sentai that they were then filming. So they had suit, the, the White Ranger and the Zords were from the later Sentai, but they still have the suits from the old one, <laughs> which was in footage that they had filmed just for them. And eventually they ran out of that and started filming their own footage of the suits because, of course, the White Ranger was never in the same footage as the other suits because he was from a completely different show. It's very convoluted. Yeah, <laughs> I've I, I, did backflip that, for that. That is, that is very confused. I mean, I, I follow it, but I'm like, man, <clears throat> that is very confusing translation-wise. <clears throat> it would be like if Pokemon, the second season, they replaced Ash and Pikachu. But because Ash and Pikachu was so popular, they asked the animation studio to make new episodes with Ash and Pikachu. That's basically what happened with Power Rangers. Okay. Um, yeah. They, and that's the reason we eventually went to Zio, was the production staff were like, oh my God, can we just adapt the Sentai again, please? Like, we're, we're, film- we're spending so much money filming our own show at this point. I thought that was a weird way that they went over to doing the whole Pokemon, I'm not, I was about to say Pokemon Zio, uh, Power Rangers Zio. I thought that was such a weird transformation. Well, and that- the, the, that's because the Alien Rangers were the Sentai from where the Ninja Swords came from. And the reason they did that was so they could use the footage of the Ninja Suits. The the the, the Alien Rangers were the Kaku Rangers who were in the Sentai that that sword came from. And that's why they did it, because they were sick of filming their own footage with the old Zoo Ranger suits. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> it's a whole convoluted thing. We could be here for hours talking about that production, honestly. Oh, man. I I would love to talk Power Rangers with you guys. Uh, but all right. Um, everybody, you, you did click on this episode. Uh, and I do have the name right here. So this week, we are going over episode 1,226, titled... Um, Takashi and Dent and the Forest Witch. And for people that don't know or you 
kind of just follow the English version. Um, Takashi is Brock, so and Dent is Silent. So this um, translated in English would be Brock and Silent and the Forest Witch is what it would be translated in English. Still no date for an English translation. They're they're not even done. Let's see, what was the last episode in English that they dropped? Let's see, they have Training Battle of Flames. So, wow, they they haven't even started the tournament yet. So the next episode is the start of the tournament that Ash ended up winning. So it looks like we'll be getting that fairly soon. And hopefully they don't chop that up into a two-parter, which they probably will, <laughs> knowing Pokemon. But yeah, today we are bringing back Silent and Brock into this week's episode. And this episode is going to be starring the wonderful Hattery from season. I'm gonna, I'm going to say this is from season 20, 21. There you go. Season 21 is where this Pokemon came came to be so hatterene is the nice little evil forest witch pokemon that we are going to be going over are you guys ready to start um going over the episode yeah Absolutely. I, I mean talking overall about the production this season you could clearly see as i said the vibe is getting the band back together yes. and like this is supposed to be a celebration of ash's time throughout the show and you can tell by that just by the credits because the credits are wow suddenly we're in four by three and there's footage from the 1997 show <laughs> yes it's it's funny because uh, and you're gonna see it um and i'm sure you've already seen it when you were watching it but the uh, the theme song is the original theme song so i'm really hoping when do that do you think they'll do that for this show? Do you think they'll get the, or they'll do like a cover of it or something? Yes. So that, um, I mean, it's different footage, um, but that is the original theme song, the original artist from Japan um, in the theme song um, intro to is this show. Record, is it a re-recorded version? It's not, I, I, it doesn't seem like it's re-recorded. It looks, to me, it looks like it's the original, but they ended up tying in all the different seasons of Pokemon in yeah. the in the montage as you're watching it. So, yeah, the, yeah, the footage in the opening and closing credits, and yes. I recognize footage from the original season and the original opening in there quite a bit like yes. the they they very clearly had to do some stretching effects for the four by three uh several <laughs> times but yeah it, it would be really cool when they dub this into english if they do use the uh gotta catch them all song and do like a do like a cover version of it or something or just use the original one if, if they don't i i don't know what they're doing i mean they they already did it in in the Japanese version, they need to bring Jason Page back to the English version to do the gotta catch them all and just do I that know. song. I mean, they literally they literally sung it in the live action movie, so right. And yes. all their reruns. So, so um, I guess that that brings up the question: Do they have a version of that song that would be long enough to cover? The expanded credits. If they bring over the expanded credits, like, I'm sure there's a. I'm sure there's a version with a couple more verses. Oh, there always is. Oh, are are you talking about Jason Page, Page's version, Doug? 
Yeah. Yeah. So that song, the what we hear on the TV is only a snippet. So that is a that is an actual, I think, two and a half, three minute song. Yeah. That I was gonna say like to, like to go it. back to like to go back to Power Rangers, it's the same thing. Like all you hear on the show is go, go, power. But in the um the original the whole song is like it's got a verse and a chorus, and you yep. hear some of it later in later seasons with the no one's gonna ever take them down. Like that whole bit is the same thing for every TV show. They make a full song and then they cut it down to about a minute for the credits. Oh, I, I was gonna say because they're gonna need it, because I'm looking at you know, the three episodes that we've watched, obviously, including this one that we're about to review, you know, you you get into a pri- – like I watched the credits on the first episode because it's like I, I wanted to see what they did. But I noticed they didn't vary it up, so I'm just hitting skip and I'm going, this is going a while. <laughs> yeah, they played the whole song. Jeez. But – Well, they get, it's a celebration, right? It is. Well, and they've got to fill 20 minutes or whatever. Hmm. so i thought it would have been cool and i mean obviously i mean they're doing 11 episodes there's 24 seasons of pokemon so obviously they couldn't do every single theme song but i i thought it would have been cool to maybe start the episode with one end it with another and i guess Uh, like a montage like a melody yeah just just Mm. going through every single um, theme song that they've ever had in Pokemon because I know at uh, at the end of this episode they did the nice thing with Brock they brought back Brock's um, music video song but it's sung in Japanese so I'm su- I'm sure it's going to be translated into English because they do have an English version of it and, and that was nice to see that they finally switched that up but then I watched the episode that they just dropped this past week well that just came out yesterday and they're back to the same one that they did in the first two so I was like oh what are you doing pokemon <laughs> so it's interesting because misty and brock turn up here and they're in their original costumes yes um but obviously ash's costume has changed team rocket still look exactly the same which i've got to bring up when we get to team rocket like have have they recently come back because they were just a thing in like the original game right so they uh, like uh, for the last twenty years, have they still been doing the same plot every episode of trying to oh, capture Pikachu, oh. or is there is this just a nostalgia thing? So, oh, they have. So they've been in every single season of Pokemon all the way up until now. But they did take a break in the last season when Ash was doing the championships and he was going through that whole thing. Team Rocket did not. They they started up a social media. Um, like a, a social media account and they got a decent amount of followers and they were live streaming Ash's accomplishments as he was going through the tournament. And they said, Oh, we're not going to bother um, Ash and Pikachu until they're done because we need Pikachu to win this battle because he'll be worth so much more to the boss if he wins. So they stood in the background and cheered him on as Ash was going through his accomplishments, which was pretty cool. Strange considering like, they were brought into the original anime as obviously because they were the villain group of the original game, but there's a different one for every game. And it's so weird that you know, today's kids would play the game and go, who the hell are Team Rocket? Like, but, but they still continue to be in their very episode and they still have are after Pikachu <laughs> 20 years later. Yes, they, they've gone through the realm of having a whole lot of debt. They got kicked out of Team Rocket. They had to get back into Team Rocket. Um, they had to clear up a lot of their 
debts and all that. And then they were put on a secret mission thing, which is what we're covering in black and white. And it sucks because we never got to see those episodes because I guess um, during that time there was a really bad um, earthquake or something in Japan. And kind of had similar things happen in the episodes that they were um, making for Pokemon. So since it was such a big disaster out there, they scrapped the three-part um, episode, the badass episode of Pokemon and just said, no, we're not going to show this because of the disaster out here in Japan. So those episodes never aired at all. And it's very it, surprising to me that they have not evolved and moved on as characters in this, I know it's a cartoon, but it's it's. You would think with this being kind of a wrap up of his story that they'd be trying to wrap up their story too, and they'd have, like in most shows they would have turned to being good guys by now. Yeah, I mean, in a way, they kind of are good guys, even though they still try to capture Pikachu. But it, I don't know. I I have a feeling that we're not going to be saying goodbye to Team Rocket. And I think that Team Rocket will end up finding something in these new two new kids that are going to be starting the series. And I think Team Rocket will just end up leaving Ash alone and going over. Or they actually get I this is this is my assumption. I I think they capture Pikachu, they get it back to the boss in one of these last episodes, and Giovanni is just like, what do I want this Pikachu for? And just their face would just drop to the floor. Like, oh, like, I'm like, yeah, like there's been so many other Pokemon since then. Like, <laughs> I created Mewtwo and you're bringing me a Pikachu? Oh, man. I, I would love to see that scene. <laughs> Doug, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I mean, that would that would be the emphasis for Team Rocket's face turn, in my opinion, because in their mind, they would be justified in saying, we've been breaking our backs for you for years and we finally accomplish it and you basically sweep us under the rug. But then Giovanni can turn back around and say, I never specifically said I wanted that Pikachu. And even if I did, you didn't give it to me in a timely manner. And like you said, I've created Mewtwo, you know, or five or six generations down the line at this point. Like, yep. I'd be surprised if, like, Team Rocket even still exists. Like, it'd be funny if these guys were, like, they still think it exists, so they're still doing this mission, but they go back and, like, Giovanni's turned straight and everything's, bad, like, everybody's disbanded, <laughs> and there's no Team Rocket for them to go back to. Yeah, and they and there's no more expense reports, and they, they have to now make their own money. It's just, that that would be funny. That, just a bunch it of ends like the real mob and they just get a shot in the back of their head. <laughs> Warning, there is something in this episode that is not suitable for kids. Viewer yeah, discretion yeah. is advised. <laughs> so, all right. Um, oh, boy. I do have the episode up. I'm getting ready to hit the play button all right and we start this week with ash pikachu and misty walking into it looks like just a random town and ash's stomach just starts gurgling and he's like oh man i'm hungry and misty is like yeah we should find a place to have some lunch or something and ash just looks hor horrible he <laughs> anytime this boy is hungry or anything he can't do anything he is just worthless and so is pikachu i mean him and pikachu are just tied at the hip and they just find this shop and they're like ah perfect 
So they go and they sit down at this nice little shop. Pikachu has its own ha- has its own um, pet bowl, and Misty and Ash both have like finger sandwiches with some orange juice, and they're just eating. They're like, ah, time to eat. So they just start eating. They're like, man, this is good. And then Ash is like, you know what? I feel like I've had this before. And Missy's like, yeah, you know what? I was just thinking the same thing. And as this is all going on, and I'm just realizing this now, um, looking at Pikachu, Pikachu scarfed down um, his whole bowl in like 30 seconds, guys. <laughs> Pikachu. No, no portion control at all. No, not at all. Uh, Pikachu is completely full and it's just la- leaning back in Ash's arms and Ash is like, you know what? This is really tasty as the waiter um, comes back over and she's like, oh, well, thank you. Manager, they want to give their compliments and out from the back we have a familiar face and it's Brock. Brock comes in. They're like, Brock? And Brock's like, oh, what? Ash? Misty? Pikachu just jumps over on Brock's shoulder. And he's like, oh, it's been a while, Pikachu. And Misty just grabs Brock and just goes, um, Brock, um, what, what, what are you doing here? He's like, hey, I just got hired as a cafe manager here. And Misty's like, because uh, this kind of confused me, too, because Misty's like, well, I thought you wanted to be a Pokemon doctor. And Brock just comes and he's like, I have decided that I intend to devote my life to helping that lady over there, the head of this restaurant. (laughs) And of course, just as things come for Brock and just as his luck is, she, the man, the owner comes right over to Brock and goes, Hey, look, my darling who left to study cooking says he's, he's coming back to the cafe. She holds up her phone. It is a very good looking dude on, on the, on the cell phone and she holds it up and she's like, and when he said, when he comes back that we're going to get married, isn't that great? And Brock is just like, yeah, yeah, you're welcome. And his face just goes white. He's, he's like, you have a fiance. You're about to get married. Wait, what's, what is going on here? And from there, we jump straight into the title sequence, um, the theme song for this episode. And then I'll go ahead and fast forward it from here. But from here, a lot of skips, a lot of skips, a lot of skips. How many crickets? <laughs> it's a minute and a half. It's, that is a long theme song. <laughs> but, um, all right, Carl, um, right after we get the the name of the episode, you want to go over the next part of the scene that we're about to get? Yeah, sure. So Takeshi, otherwise known as Brock, no, not that Brock, uh, he's uh, got no uh, color. He's been drawing no color because obviously he is depressed about this woman who is leaving him, and they're trying to cheer him up. Brock still hasn't had the eye operation to fix his eyes, apparently. Um, he's, he's also not been coloured in. Um, so they, they're, they're trying to uh, console him about this whole thing. And then, of course, their other companion with green hair, known as Dent in this, uh, is also around, very coincidentally. And so we get a recap as to how they met uh, and how he was a companion that travelled with Ash for a while. Uh, Misty introduced herself as one of the gym leaders from the Cerulean gym, obviously. 
And uh, he says, yeah, I've heard of you. You've got all these pretty sisters, and then you're the other one, right? Um, <laughs> to which, of course, she does not take it very well at all. <laughs> she gets the giant head mode mod turned on. Uh, she yells at him. Um, Ash tries to make Peacemaker. And, uh, yeah, it, pretty much it's an uh, all-star sort of thing. It's like the best companions of Ash coming together for this final season. Um, so, yeah, they're just kind of introducing each other, and he's explaining what he does, as apparently Psyduck can come out by himself still. Yes. Um, still hasn't got nothing under control. <laughs> None uh, of her Pokemon. We, we found out in the last episode, all of her Pokemon just come out of their Pokeball whenever they want to. <laughs> yeah, so she has absolutely no discipline over Psyduck or Koduk as it's turned here. And then Dent just starts going around saying he's doing a taste test, which I'm not sure is if he's kind of measuring him what to cook him. Like, yes. I know you can eat duck, but like, I don't think you want to eat a Psyduck. All right. So, so not, not this Psyduck, anyway. <laughs> so, um,. Dent, um, in the English, his his English name is Silent, as um, our audience um, might know. So that that is um, his name in Japanese. His name is Dent, and he is a Pokemon connoisseur. So he goes around and he finds the best food. He's like he's like another version of Brock, but he's just a little bit more defined and a little bit more sophisticated, and he makes food puns as you've seen in this episode as part of his just everyday speech <laughs> so he yeah but it's a bit weirder when it's like a duck pokemon because it's like no he's actually going to kill any creature that's pretty yes. freaking weird <laughs> right yeah that's the, first, that's the first time we've come across something like he's never been so graphic in the black and white episodes we've covered like this is the first time he's looked a psyduck in the eye or any you know edible pokemon i suppose and said, I'm going to cook you, and I'm going to make a spicy glaze. And, you know, yeah. I'm surprised yeah. Misty didn't look at him and was just like, yo, you're not cooking my Psyduck. <laughs> I like well, her other Pokemon is Her other Pokemon's an egg, so... Uh, <laughs> you know, she's, she's apparently just got this theme going on. Uh, also, Team Rocket there, Mr. Laugh at Pikachu. Good for you, that's never going to happen. Uh, as they go into the forest, they're trying to cheer Brock up. They take him to this pretty, like woods area where there's just nice lots of flowers but unfortunately for them there's uh, other stuff there as well yes and doug uh, you want to you want to go over this next part of the scene <clears throat> right so um we do find out that silent and ash are somewhat acquainted with each other he said they ran into each other i believe in the in the johto region yes and you know, Silent can kind of get the vibe from Brock that he's like omitting a negative um, aura, which you know is is uh, signified by glowing purple. I well, it's a it's an aura. I mean, uh, you <laughs> he has I a negative aura. Stink lines, but you know, I mean, you know, and Ash is just like, or not? Uh, Brock's like, you know, don't get into it. You know. It's, I mean, the poor guy's just sitting under a stairwell, and I mean, he's really in his own head. And then, like you said, they they uh, they take him out in this open field with plenty of flowers, and it looks like a computer screensaver. And mm-hmm. um, Pikachu and Misty are jumping around, and Silence literally dragging Brock by both of his wrists. And you know, Brock kind of looks around and. 
He's like, it's beautiful. It reminds me of beautiful lady. Or he goes, it's beautiful. Beauty reminds me of ladies. So, I mean, he's just, he's just all over hopeless and <laughs> hopeless and horny and just. Well, it's funny hearted. because, like, they bring up that, oh, brought you left to be a Pokemon uh, doctor. That was, like, your whole thing. So the implication is he was doing that because he wanted to get with Nurse Joy, and now because he wants to get with this other woman, now he wants to be a chef. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so so Brock, Brock has no morals. He has no scruples. He, he, he will go any way the wind blows. Any woman that looks at him funny, he will completely change tact. He will change careers. Skip the episode you know, where he, he turns into a cop for Officer Jenny. That would be a good episode. You know, and I think it's... I'm real- shocked we never got that, now that you said that out loud. And I believe... Um, I'm, I, maybe maybe when we um, speak with Mikey um, he'll, again, he'll, he'll have a little bit more insight. But I believe there's a season of Pokemon where Brock actually gets a girlfriend. And then something ends up happening and they just don't end up together anymore. But it would have been really nice unless they're going to do something towards the end when Brock comes back and maybe they do a a quick flash forward and they're older or something like that, because it would have been nice to finally see Brock finally get his woman just well, it's the it's the curse of the big reset button. You know what I mean? Like this show, like we've said, Ash has been potentially perpetually ten years old for, for twenty years. As a result, the, none of the characters can evolve. It's the Simpsons problem. It's the Family Guy problem. Like yep. the, we always have to reset to the status quo. Yep, and I I don't I. Brock needs Brock needs to find someone. He needs to be finally a family man, unless he's just going to be the one in his family that just never ends up happy. And I, it, it, I feel kind of weird. I feel I feel very weird if this is the last time we're seeing Brock in the Pokemon series because we know that his Brock's brother has taken over the Pewter City gym at this point. Oh, so. I don't know if it'll be the last time, because, like, the implication is he's travelling with Ash again at the end. Like, the, the, the original three are back together. That's that kind of how it ends. Yeah. Yeah. They, they so I think I think he's going to be in the show from now on. Also, uh, I'm only now just picking up the euphemism that Brock is the horny one, and his most known <laughs> Pokemon is a giant rock snake. <laughs> oh, boy. I d- Oh. <laughs> Oh boy! Oh wow! Yeah, I I didn't even think of that. Well, <laughs> duh, yeah, well. J, J, James uh, Victory Bell was a sucking Pokemon, and um, Jesse's Lickitung was a licking Pokemon. I'm not gonna say anything past that, but put put all your eggs in, in a hat and then just crack it. And <laughs> when it goes to bed, they have to have some fun. Yes. <laughs> so wait a uh, minute. I'm not I'm not letting you go on that. I, I want I want you to explain yourself. What do you, what's gonna happen to all your eggs when you put it in a hat and crack it? <laughs> it's gonna ooze all over you. <laughs> uh-huh um never heard that one before i know make it a thing it's all good um so uh-huh. so uh doug do you want to uh finish your your scene with um with hatterene as as she is introduced in this episode yeah so we get our first glimpse of hatterene as as brock is is continuously punched in the gut by this woman that apparently he had not had a single conversation with because he was in the brief interaction they had at the cafe, he was under the impression that he was like, he was, you it. know, <laughs> he was in there. He was the one, he was the guy. 
and she was like, "Oh, thanks for being a placeholder. My husband's coming home, or my my soon to be fiance." As I kind of saw it as he's the nice guy friend who's like, "Oh yeah, I'm really supportive of you with your boyfriend troubles, but really, I want to get with you." Like, I think it's that thing. Well, if that's the case, it's Brock's fault for not speaking up because apparently they've known each other for, and he'd been there for a while. So I mean, apparently they just I, the worst had... part is that they just like fight. She's just like, "Oh, I don't need you anymore. You're fired." Like he loses his job because of the other guys. That's worse. Yeah, we we all we were missing was the scene of her literally kicking him out of the restaurant and saying, "Away with you." Um. So yeah, we see uh, we see Hatterene, and she's kind of like, "Oh." I could use this. So she uses her tentacle and she focuses her energy on Brock oh, and <laughs> Brock starts to have a mirage where the where the girl's like, I've changed my mind, I'm in love with you after all and she's you know, she's beckoning him over and and Brock just in in the real world uh Brock just takes off running uh towards the dark forest and everybody's like, Where's he going? And Misty's like, I we should probably go follow him. So she takes off first, and they're all kind of running after him. And uh, Silence, the first one to recognize Hatterene, and Hatterene's like, oh, I can't be having that. So she um, she uses another energy blast, and she freezes um, the three as well as Pikachu, and then. For some reason or another, um, Psyduck I, I think uses that's that a psychic, opportunity. Psychic attack is what she ended up using on them. Well, I'm sure it is, but I'm just saying a, a, an energy because it's not identified as she uses, you know, sleep or paralysis or whatever. But the thing that kind of frustrated me was, so they're frozen, but Ash has a, enough wherewithal to pull up Dexter. I mean, I understand it's a it's a little thing, but it was still kind of like, well, so he wasn't frozen. Else <laughs> would you get exposition? Well, this is also true. So we 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 need it, and we find out through Dexter <clears throat> or the or the new Pokédex that Hatterene is a silent Pokemon. It's also a psychic fairy type Pokemon. And it it says it emits psychic powers strong enough to cause headaches as a deterrent to its approach. So that is what it did to Misty, Silent, and Ash and Pikachu. So they're just frozen there. They're like, oh, my God, my head hurts. This hurts. And Brock is still going after the mirage uh, that he thinks is Miss Kathy, which is, I'm sure she'll have a different English name when it's translated, but Brock is like, Mrs. Kathy, Miss Kathy. And she's like, Brock, this way, this way, come quick in the mirage. And we just see Hattering just vanishing into the forest. And Brock is just all sorts of, he's like, oh man, this is so awesome. And he's running into all the little mushrooms that are found in the Galar region. So I'm guessing that they are in the Galar region because that's the only spot where these mushrooms that glow um, are found, at least to my knowledge. Mm -hmm. And um, so 
Misty calls Psyduck back into its Pokeball. Um, the psychic uh, attack has worn off. And then we get Team Rocket. And Team Rocket is, ju is just looking at them. And they're like, they all nod in agreement. And they're like, all right, let's go get that Pikachu. And they just start chasing after our trio here as Brock is nowhere to be seen. They're just looking around. They're like, man, where could he have gone? And Misty's like, why did Brock just start following that, that Pokemon in the first place? And Ash is like, that's a riddle. And of course, hearing the word riddle, here comes Silen, who is a Pokemon connoisseur, but on, on his side gig, likes to pretend that he is a detective. And he has his magnifying glass. He puts on his nice brown hat. And he's like, if there's a riddle to solve as a mystery, um, Sommelier, I'm guessing a mystery connoisseur. Um, cross soul, um I can't pronounce that word. Uh, detective. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Sherlock, he becomes Sherlock Holmes. He has the magnifying glass with the, with the brown hat. So that's exactly what he does. Yeah. Sherlock Silent, exactly. Sherlock Silent. I like that. I'm going to use that. And he's like, he's like, leave it to me. I will solve this riddle. And Misty is like, oh, this guy is starting to become very annoying. And Silent's like, the world has no riddle that cannot be solved and no cork that can't be popped. And he's like, it's detective time. And Misty's like, oh, this guy is such a pain. And from here, we find out that Hatterene can read the emotions of creatures that are up to 50 kilometers away. And that is what it has done to Brock. And now Brock thinks that it is um, seeing something that it's not. So... Uh, let's see. Carl, do you want to go over this next um, part of the scene? Sure. So, uh, Rule 34 Pokemon, otherwise known as uh, Saturine. Yeah, Jesus Christ, this Pokemon could not be drawn any more feminine with the weird bloody thing of being a seductress, like, oh my God, Japan. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but apparently there's this whole thing where it's like, it's psychically imprinted on her. So now that because Brock was angry and despair, that's like the emotion that she is now displaying. Um, but they come across the uh, pre-evolution of Saturn, I guess, uh, which I don't know what the English name is for. Do you know that one? Yes, I have it right here. So that is Hatina. Okay. So Hatina is, uh, they basically come across that and it, sort of helps them. It's like it wants to rescue its older sister or something and it will, it will help them defeat her because she's gone bad or something like that. Uh, so they basically say, can you help us find our friend? And she agrees. Uh, I don't know what Saturday's whole thing is like the end game here. Is she going to kill Brock? Is she going to like suck his life force or something or has it just gone crazy because of Brock's emotions which is kind of what's implied um, but again I'm sure this episode will have some awful internet fan fiction written about it because the internet is a terrible place <laughs> um, so uh, yeah they basically use um, the little version to find the, the bigger one with his tail um, and we see that Brock is meanwhile being 
continually dragged in by the mirage of this uh, woman who he's in love with for this week. Um, and she's using uh, some sort of technique where she keeps putting him down to keep him keen, treat me and keep keen, I guess, uh, as she's doing something to the forest, some sort of psychic attack, which then makes the uh, little version find out where they are. And they then run, and they find Brock with Satterine. Yes, and it's funny to see um, Hatterine is. I mean, um, I'm sorry, not 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 Hatterine. Uh, yeah, Hatterine. Ha- no, Hatterine. Um, I, I was right. Yeah, you're right. I was I was saying it with an S for some reason, but yeah, they come across it's it's middle evolution here. I missed that bit, but yeah, yeah but Hatterine. Um, mm was just looking at him so so she feeds off of the negative um emotions of brock so in order for her to keep getting stronger that's the reason she's putting him down so she's having kathy in his head go i love you i hate you i love you i hate you and and every time she says i hate you brock is like oh no oh you love me again oh no you love me again. You know, <laughs> that, that can't be good for the boner. That just can't. Just, <laughs> like, like, it's just so stupid. And like, the, it, to the point, the, the characters are like, what's going on? What could possibly happen? Meanwhile, he's running off into the forest going, Kathy, Kathy, Kathy. Oh, I wonder what's happening. IG, I wonder. <laughs> so, um, uh. but yeah, as you said, um, Carl, um, Hatterene um, did some type of psychic attack on the entire forest, and we had a big purple cloud go across the forest at this point. Doug, do you want to go over the next part of this scene? So, with the guiding of Hitana, they, in, in the pursuit of Brock, they come across um the mid evolution, which would be Hatteram? Uh yeah, Hatteram. Yes. And right. and um Misty's like, oh, it looks like a stuffed toy and um Silent can't can't even get away with it in the Japanese translation. Silence says she has quite a cute taste to her, which I don't like the way that sounds at all. I, I'm starting to think that Silent, uh, when he left Ash, got a taste of Pokemon. <laughs> like, oh, he, I, no, 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 we're not uh, playing into that. I'll, I'll, I, I, I'll, well, what meat? What meat are they eating in this world if it's not Pokemon? Exactly. I mean, I think oh, Silent has gotten a taste of different types of Pokemon, and at this point, it's just like, man, I wonder what this Pokemon will taste like. I wonder what this one will taste like. I mean, I'm sure they have won't a, make like, it. When as... they have a um, when they have a beef burger, it's definitely a Moo Milk, right? <laughs> oh, I hope so. <laughs> No, I haven't seen a Doe Duo in a while. <laughs> that, they 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 make Doug trios into Doug and in, back into a Doo Duo, so it'll evolve. Unlimited head. Ah, and you know it's, it's like when you have the bird within a bird within a bird. It's that, but you know, all on the same bird. Well, what was the what was the Pokemon last week where where its its claw would continuously Cluncher. grow back? Cluncher. Yeah. So yeah, yeah la- last week. So they they've really made it a point, and I'm, I'm sure they're going to clean it up here in America, which will probably <laughs> suck. But um, last week, 
Carl, they had this Pokemon called Clauncher. It was a crab um like Pokemon. And um Team Rocket was starving so much that they said, "Okay, we're going to get this Clauncher because if as long as we cut off its hands, the hands will grow back. It will be unlimited um crab pokemon for us so they they were just trying to get this clauncher and obviously they they failed but they wanted to eat this clauncher and this is the second episode of this 11 episode series where now they want to eat psyduck and now they want to eat this hatrum it's just it's very weird, and I'm going to be very interested once they translate this over into English, if they keep any of these lines in the Pokemon series. I'll make it some sort of weird advertisement for veganism. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll, they'll get Peter to come after them. You can't be talking about It's a right. cartoon. <laughs> so, all right. Cartoon, um, we're not even sure they're animals. <laughs> so Doug, um go go ahead and um we, we have the Pokedex entry for Hatrum. So we find out that Hatrum is a serene Pokemon. It's a psychic type. And it's the it's the evolved form of Hatana. And um Ash leans down and says probably one of the dumbest things he's ever said and says, Ah, that's why she looks like you. Like, no shit. Um <laughs> And we find out that it uses the braids on its head to pummel into silence anyone with strong emotions, no matter who they are. So it, <laughs> it, it will make you be quiet. Um, so she and yeah, uh, and it, it, the last little bit on this entry says. They're strong enough to one punch KO a pro boxer. So wow, I don't know what re- I don't know what relevance that has into anything other than hey, that's just a fun line we can throw in there. Um, and everybody um reacts, you know, Ash and Silent and Misty. They're like, oh my god, and this is bad for everybody. <laughs> they're looking around, going, did somebody have strong emotions? Meanwhile. You know, they had a fourth guy that just ran off into the woods talking to a mirage of a woman that just dumped him half an hour ago. Strong <laughs> um, emotions. Was it the guy who, you know, was despaired so much that he literally was not colored anymore? Yeah, the man literally lost his color because a woman basically tore his heart out and well, I don't know whether she tore his heart out. She just didn't reciprocate, and he thought he was being led on. It's the age-old story of, oh, I'm your best friend, but really, I want to get with you. Yeah, well, and that still that still drives me crazy that they didn't have that discussion. Like, did, did Brock fall into a, a comfortable spot where he's like, oh, I'm just going to ride this out for a while. I'm sure it'll come up eventually, and it never comes up. Why was his job reliant on his relationship? That's messed up. Well, because Brock has no... No morals. <laughs> no morals. He, he'll go wherever the attention is. And so they're sitting there going, has anybody had any strong thoughts lately? And Ash is like, well, I've been thinking super hard about how I want to save Brock. <laughs> and they're like, oh, shit, that means... And then um, H- Hetram just starts like 
rolling after them, I guess, in a way. <laughs> just pounding and into the ground. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. And um, they were able to hide behind a couple of glowing mushrooms, so Hatram's not exactly uh, very uh, perceptive. And they literally do the big old comedy anime, whew, and um, and they're like, oh, she's very different than you uh, talking to Hatana. And Hatana's like, yeah, no shit. And <laughs> but I'm going to turn into that. <laughs> she, Ash is like, can you still sense uh, Brock's aura? And Hatana's like looking around, kind of wiggling its hat. And she jumps on Ash's um, head and points uh, to the uh, left. I guess as we're watching it, I get you know. Um, and we cut back to Hatterene. She's she's been toying with Brock this whole time, and um, and then inexplicably, Ash is hungry again. <laughs> so in the middle of all this excitement and you know unsure, being unsure of where Brock is Ash has to still be Ash. I mean talk about you know an old throwback talk about getting the band back together. It's not a Pokemon episode if Ash isn't hungry at least twice. No, not at all. <laughs> and Brock I mean Ash is thinking about the food um, he, he it, that his mom would make, and he's like, "Man, I, I want some food really bad." And just as he's thinking about this food, a nice little, um, I believe it's a Jotic, yeah, a Jotic comes out mm -hmm. of a tree right in front of Misty, and Misty is like, "Oh no, that's a bug! No!" And and then we go switch over to another scene and Ash is explaining to Silent, yeah, Misty likes water type Pokemon, but she can't handle bug type Pokemon. And meanwhile, Misty's over there walking like the girl from the ring. Yeah. <laughs> that is a great animation. And it's, it's at this point that um, Silent is like, he's like, well, what about um what 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 is this pokemon called give me give me one second a um da, 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 bra, no no it's a fantasy oh a do dupiter that that's what it ah. is so it looks like an alien yeah okay <laughs> so um he he brings up he's like well what about a dupiter he's like that's both a a water type and a bug type. And Misty's like, you know, that's a tough one. She doesn't answer the question. <laughs> and it's at this point that we find out that Hatterene has walked away from Brock just for the time being and casts a nice little spell over our trio where Ash thinks he hears his mother and he and he's like, Mom! And they're like, what, what's going on? And we get a fantasy moment of Ash's mom going, I made you some freshly baked um, croquettes. So go ahead, eat on up. And Ash is like, all right. And then as he's grabbing the, the plate, his mom starts fading away. So Ash is just running towards his mother. And Misty's like, 
um, Ash, where where are you going? And then she gets caught in a spell, and she gets to see a whole bunch of water-type Pokemon. And she's like, oh my gosh, there's a bunch of water-type Pokemon. Wait for me! And the Pokemon start um, walking away. Hatterene comes right behind Silent at this point, casts a spell on him. And, and he sees... Um, a train station box lunches um, safety check is what um, pops up and silence like a perspective or, or oh no the people are like perspective customers this way and silence like a sub the subway masters Mr. Nobiri and uh, and Mr. Um, Kudari who in English real quick everybody is da, 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 it says fantasy um Ingo and Emmett is um who these guys are so we haven't gotten that far in black and white so I'm sure we will find out who they are later on but it looks like it's someone that Silent looks up to and Silent's like oh man I'll have some and then they're like, follow the schedule, all aboard. And a train just starts taking away with them on it. And Silent's like, well, no, wait, wait for me. And Hatterene's like, ha, perfect. I got them out of the forest. And Carl, we are now back to Team Rocket. You want to go over the next Team Rocket scene? Yeah, so they're basically, they have come into the forest in search of them with Meowth and Wobbuffet. Uh, they said they've lost track of them. They said the brat boys, which is weird because one of them's a girl. Um, <laughs> so Meowth is going on about how the the reward for getting Pikachu will be he'll get cuddles from Giovanni. Uh, and they're also really hungry, apparently. Uh, they haven't eaten in a while. They're saying that once they re- achieve their goal, they will finally be rewarded with enough money so they can buy food. Uh, then the mid-evolution one turns up and starts pounding them. And, of course, they get ran off, and that's pretty much it for Team Rocket. And I'm very surprised we didn't get them blasting off into the sky. Maybe that's an old thing. Uh, Ash is still going after his mum in the in the bubble clouds. It's uh, it's very strange that they don't notice this uh, bubble cloud area that they're in. Um, a giant croquettes fall on Ash. Uh, <laughs> it's almost like a monkey paw type situation where all their wishes start going bad as uh-huh. Misty's water Pokemon turn into bug Pokemon and then the train leaves without um, Dent or whatever his uh, American version is called which I don't know. Uh, but then Pikachu realises yeah, yeah. So they, Pikachu realises that they're out of it he's got to shock them um, which he does, he electrocutes them, which is a very harsh way of doing it, but that's Pikachu style. Uh, electrocutes them back into the city, and it's weird how Ash has kind of replaced Pikachu in this one, where the um, the first evolution, the baby version, is kind of on his head for the entire episode. Um, also, he's got like a Bitcoin sign in his hat, which I've never noticed before. I'm not sure what that is, or like a, <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah, what that is, what's the symbol for? He's got his hat now. Um, so yeah, they uh, sat back out of it and they go chasing off into the forest with the magic mushrooms again. Um, and they come across uh, Brock with the... Uh, so, uh, what's the name of the Pokemon? Sa- uh, Hatterene. Uh, Hatterene. Hatterene, thank you. I came up with Saturine for some reason. I believe that's an orange. Uh, but yeah, Hatterene <laughs> they come across um, and they realise that they've got to try and snap uh, Brock out of it. Um 
but they realise that what they've got to do instead is change the emotion so that it will calm them down and they can then make it relax and then it'll peace out, basically. Um, I think this then leads to a fight. Let me just uh, skip ahead here. Oh, no, Brock, Brock is now seeing Nurse Joy, because of course he is. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> took, him, um, took him 16 minutes to see Nurse Joy. You would have thought yeah, that would have been in the first couple. Yeah, new, new record. Well, I mean, it's funny because there's like 20 of them. You think he would have got one of them to fall for him, but I suppose he is a, you know, a full-on creep. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, um, it, they, they're trying to figure out what to do. And he become oh my god, the green-haired dude becomes uh, Detective Bloody... Um, Detective Sherlock Silent. Holmes. <laughs> Detective Silent becomes Sherlock Holmes again to try and figure it out. But they realise what he's what's happening is they want he keeps trying to um, neg him to make him make these negative emotions so that she can draw off his power. Um, so what they're deciding to do because basically what what she's doing is making him feel great joy and then stabbing her away because it makes it that much worse and she can suck on this power. So they um, Ash runs in and says, "No, get away from him." Um, but what Brock sees instead of Ash is. Kathy's boyfriend, and he basically decides <laughs> that he needs to defend her, so he summons his Steelix, uh, which I guess is his evolution of Onyx. I didn't see the in-between bit. I assume it's, yes. it's what you see is Onyx. Um, he summons uh, Steelix to defend her, and uh, at the same time, Hatterene decides to start zapping Ash, which it's kind of funny because all these psychic cat attacks look extremely computer-generated compared to everything else in this show. Mm. Um yeah, so I guess um, Silas' whole thing is that he, he's a grass Pokemon guy because he summons it as Pokemon, which makes sense because he's against a rock Pokemon. But mm -hmm. Ash, be, learned, showing that he has learned absolutely nothing in 25 years, sends him Pikachu. Well done. You're literally <laughs> the first gym fight you ever had that went badly, and you're still sending your electric type against a rock type. Have you learned nothing? This is basic Pokemon. I know. Um, it's, it's, like, uh... it, 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 it's not like he just, he just won a, a full Pokemon tournament. I mean, you would, you would think he would know better, but no, no. He's still the most spontaneous Pokemon trainer that like, you'll probably ever meet. Uh, he has a grass type and a water type he could summon, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, he does. <laughs> he has a bunch of them. <laughs> he, he definitely he definitely has a Levani, and I believe he still has Oshawott at this point. I mean, at, yes. at the very least, Oshawott shows up next episode. So he still, uh, yeah. Oshawott does show up next episode, Doug. Good, good call. <laughs> uh, I, I I remember the uh, the preview here. So, um, so yes, he he has the requisite Pokemon where he could um, give himself more of an advantage. But much like Steelix, he is very hard headed. This Ash Ketchum. Well, and the last episode I was with you guys, they decided that because they were on a water level, they needed water Pokemon. And I was like, wait, why? <laughs> Use Pikachu, you idiot. Like, the anime does not follow the rules. <laughs> Nobody ever follows the rules and unless it they they need to so they don't get bombarded. But there there's a lot of rules that is broken so in within the original the anime. show, right? There's a whole episode in the original show where Ash decides that in order to beat Raichu, he needs a stronger Pikachu. And I'm like, no, no, that's not how that works. You need a a, a, a rock Pokemon. That that'll do it. <laughs> Yes. Or, you know, 
Uh, any Pokemon that's not an electric one, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and obviously with the benefit of hindsight, we could sit here and have these arguments all day. And, and about hindsight, it was programmed into the original game that the anime was based on. The well, <laughs> right. Because, I mean, obviously, you know, because the game had been out by the time the series... You know, started hitting. Like, literally know, every time I've ever played a Pokemon game ever, I go, right, I'm going up against a water type. What do I need? Electric types. Straight away. Boom. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know that. And you I haven't see, played the games other than on and off in 20 years. But and, see, because that wasn't the drive of the episode. It had to be Raichu versus Pikachu. It would have been. Well, that, and I don't think Ash had Squirtle yet, but. Yeah. If he was an actual, if he was an actual trainer rather than a, the antagonist. Squirtle would have been even. Squirtle would have been even stupider. Wow, this is also true. But, well, not necessarily, because that was a streetwise Squirtle. Yes, but he is also a water type. Ah. Yeah. Well, that's true. I, so. I, I think I think against Electric, only Rock will do, which I don't think he had at that point. He did not. Um, but, you know, he was in... Um, he was being by some caves. He could have popped in and got himself a Geodude. See, that would have re- that would have required Ash to be an actual Pokemon trainer rather than the protagonist in an anime. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or just say to Brock, hey Brock, can I borrow your Onyx, please? Yeah, let me let me borrow that Onyx right quick. Okay, I'm not trying to yeah, just I need but to. But he said he borrowed he instead he borrowed uh Gary's Krabby for a water battle against another water Pokemon. That makes sense. Anyway, back to this episode. Yeah. Um <laughs> Doug, do you wanna you wanna go over the next um, part in the in this episode? So Onyx or uh, Brock tells Steelix to use Steel Edge on Pikachu and Pansage, and obviously that leads Silent and Ash to say to dodge it in unison, and it's not a very successful dodge, and in the process of dodging, Hitana falls off of Ash's head, and. Um, uh, Hatterene comes in with another attack. Ash kind of dives in and takes the hit for Hitana in an attempt to kind of scoop it up. And Brock's vision is kind of going in and out. Like it'll be like Ash one second, then it's the boyfriend. Then it's Ash and it's the boyfriend. And Brock's trying to like rub his eyes and snap out of it. And. Hatterene is still um, shooting off multiple attacks, and Ash is doing one-man parkour, and <laughs> um, you know, Brock is still he's still flipping back and forth, and um, you know, he's like, I'll protect Tatana, and Brock finally snaps out of it, and he's like, Ash! And um, Right as another attack, and it, and it hits square on Hitana's cheek, and Brock's like, "I'll, I can treat her." And he, you know, in the heat of all this, he takes out his equipment, and he's got like, you know, he's got the spray, and he's got a bandage, and um, he's right Hattery. there to to help that um um Hitana. and. Hatterene sitting there like, are we not in a battle? And Ash is like, you know, cut the shit. And he's like, 
you know, Brock and Hitana are friends of, are important friends of mine, which is ridiculous because he's known Hitana for like 15 minutes. Um, and Pan Sage and Pikachu kind of walk up like, yeah. And Hitana and, or not Hitana, Hatterene and Ash kind of have a, have a stare off. And Brock's tending to Hitana like, you'll be all right. Um, and he, you know, he's got bandages and he's like all finished and Hatterene kind of sees that, you know, Brock was, was truly interested in getting Hitana back to health and kind of softens a little bit. And Silent has to open his mouth, you know, because there's three minutes left in the episode. He's a Hatterene has lost its angry taste. Oh shit! Um, <laughs> you hate you you hate those food puns because they're forced. Yeah, they are. They're not natural. Um, and Brock walks up to Hatterene, and Hatterene and Hitana kind of have a moment, and Hatterene's all smiles, and Misty's like, "It seems like she's saying thank you." And Ash is like, thank you for understanding. And, you know, we have a, a nice little moment. And then we get another glimpse of, um, oh, goodness gracious. Starts with an L. Um, of Latias. Latias. We get another, we get another glimpse of Latias in the clouds. And there's going to be some bomb she, ass episode. It better be bomb it, with Latias following him in every single one of these episodes so far. And, um, you know, we, we see everybody's walking uh, or, or walking towards their next destination. It's the sunset and Brock's kind of out in front. And he's like, you know, today, if today has taught me anything, it's taught me that I still have a lot to learn. And, He's like, I think I'm going to continue traveling with you guys, and I'm going to give my heart some hard training. And I have no idea what that's supposed to mean, and I don't think <laughs> I want to think about it. <laughs> Ew. Um, hey, they, they've all they've all matured, and they've all grown up together. And Ash is kind of sitting there. He's like, all right, we got another travel buddy. And... And Misty's like, oh, we're going to have some tasty meals. Ash is like, yeah, think about um, Silent and and Ash, or Silent and Brock cooking together. And this is Although when... Their, their whole thing about Brock being a good cook was they made them ham and cheese sandwiches. So I don't know how, you know, that qualifies <laughs> him as a good cook. Well, oh, yes, but you see, now he's worked at a restaurant. So now he's had a little bit of somewhat of training. Yeah. I mean, at the restaurant, they were served ham and cheese sandwiches. We're like, oh, this is so good. Who cooked this? Nobody. He sliced the bread. <laughs> hey, but they were in nice diagonals. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and, um, you know, this is when Silent finally decides to speak up. And he's like, well, it's an honor to receive such a compliment. But I have to, he says, I'm afraid I have to excuse myself. And Ash is like, oh, so you're not going with us? And Silent's like, no, I have to attend an event where Mr. 
Um, Nobiary and Mister. It's um, it's the Kudrai. Yeah, it's um, Ingo and Emmett, um, who we saw the images of in the be- yeah, in the beginning of it. Basically, the fellow's in the train car. Yes. And he's like, you know, they're going to be having this event, and I need to be there. And um, he's like, um, he's like, I am going to try one of those box lunches, by God. And Ash is like, well, if that's the case, then we'll meet again someday. And I'm sitting there going, you don't have a lot of episodes to mess around. And, <laughs> you know, Silent bids everybody a fond farewell and the group does the same and they go off in their opposite directions and we get a we get a nice wrap up from the narrator and then we go back to Team Rocket and they're in a fantasy and they are just chowing down on this keeping plate of food and I mean they are just They're too dumb to realize that it's an illusion. Yes. So, like, unless, if we didn't know for the fact that they're going to be back next week, it's like, oh, so they die in the forest of starvation then. (laughs) That's just a a hell ending for them as they die of starvation, but thinking they're eating. That's a happy, funny ending. (laughs) Yeah, and and the last little image that we get of the actual episode before we go into credits and then the preview for next week and the little, um, a Team Rocket Safari segment is a, a sinister looking image of Hatterene with that that knowing smile. Oh boy. So Yeah. It this episode basically exists just as a way to get the original three back together. because uh, it's the anniversary season, it's the last season for for Ash. It, it's it's what it's supposed to be, you know? Right. Yeah, uh, it's getting the original crew back together to to have their last hurrah as a trio um which is what i was supposed to do hatterene is a creepy pokemon portrayed here extremely sort of poison ivy sort of sireny uh which is weird because it's an animal um but again <laughs> i know there's corners of the internet that will love that so more power to you but and Yikes. and i i I just did a little bit of digging um, real quick because it was I thought it was pretty weird why Silen is not going to be coming back into any other episodes. So apparently the voice actors that for both Japan and here in the United States in Japan, um, it was a, the voice actor is. Uh, Mamoru uh, Miyano, and then here in America it's Jason Griffith, and both. And I just did a little bit of digging on both of these guys. They they paid a pretty penny. So after Pokemon, both of these voice actors have gone on to do some pretty some pretty pretty big things. You have Jason Griffith, who let me let me go right back over to his um. IMDB, but he's done voices in Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. He's done um, God of War. He's done an uh, anime called Romantic Killer, and amongst other things. And then you also have um, Miyano, who has done voices 
um, for a popular anime called Death Note. So he's he's done Death Note. He's done In Spectrum, Demon Slayer, which is coming up this year. He's done I Will Be Your Bloom. And he he's he, both of these. So voice to bring it full circle to a conversation we were having off air about how Amy Jo Johnson isn't coming back for the anniversary and everybody else is. Uh, they become too expensive. Uh, so they, they were like, well, we can't get them, but we can get Misty and Brock back. They're not yeah, doing anything. Exactly. So <laughs> they're like, oh, we, we, we can pay them this amount of money, but if you don't want to come back, all right, we'll write you off. But thank you for coming back for this one episode. The, uh, Misty, the Catherine Hillard of Pokemon. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so... And I'm sure we're going to have a, a whole lot more coming up um, a little bit later on in the series. Like I said, I've already watched the episode four that uh, that aired yesterday uh, with Bear Tick. So that that's that's going to be a fun episode to really go over and and review as well. So, I mean, we're we're heading down this path, but. Um, and you might be um, new to this one, um, Carl, but we have a scale of each episode that we go through now, and we base it off of five stars total. Um, and this goes to the whole realm of Pokemon or what, whatever you know. What would you give this episode on a scale from one to five, um, in, in your opinion? Um, well, I need context because every show is judged by... The re- I haven't seen, I haven't watched enough of the show as an adult okay. to be able to to kind of do it. But I'll leave some context. What would you say would be a five star episode for this for this show? Um, as an I, example, honestly, and and I might be spoiling, and I really hope they don't fuck it up when it comes to the English version. But I would say my five star episode was probably the um, the ending championship episode. Um, of Ash finally winning the big one because they divided that into four parts. So it, they started the battle and it was just each episode was just a full battle. It was like no side so talk. No, that not. still hasn't been that still hasn't been released in the dubbed version. No, not yet. Um, okay. I, I believe that's going to be in the next batch as long as they don't mm-hmm. mess around too much. But um, I believe we'll be getting that probably. Mid May is when that is probably going to come out on Netflix. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so I would say this is a solid three star. It's an average episode with some creepy overtones, so it's pretty much exactly Pokemon as I remember it. Like I, like I said, I've come into it watching an episode twenty three, twenty four years after the last episode that I watched um, in terms of, not not in real time, but in terms of the episodes, the time between the production. And it almost felt exactly the same. So it was a pretty average episode. Okay. And Doug, um, you you knowing a little bit more, I mean, obviously you haven't seen every single episode of Pokemon either, and you're kind of keeping the championship battle to your... um, until they um, dub it over in English. So what would you give this episode out of five stars? Yeah, um, and I mean, I guess since we, we've been talking about it, I, I guess I do kind of want to put it out there, and, and maybe this will incentivize them to get it out to us quicker. I want to take a break in our in our coverage, and I want to break those episodes down when they do finally get over to America, most likely in a in a Netflix drop. So that's, I'm, I am 
kind of keeping an eye on that along with you. Um, um, I'm pretty much right in line with Carl, and I'm, I promise I'm not trying to kiss ass. Um, this is a three-star episode. Um, honestly, without the reintroduction of Brock, we might have been looking at two stars because <clears throat> nothing really happened. I mean, we didn't even really have any interaction between Team Rocket and you know, the twerps. It was basically just Team Rocket just happened to be tagging along. Um, the quote-unquote battles, I think there was maybe like two or three attacks, you know, all told between everybody. Um, you know, some of the hallucination states were funny. Um, you know, the fact that we were able to get like such a such a fine distillation of, of Brock's character. I mean, we get, that was basically brought out in front street. They're like, Oh my God, it's just Brock. And Oh my gosh, Brock got his heart broken again. Like within like five minutes. Um, yeah, I, I mean, and so the, way, yeah, with, with, the, the way they set it up um, in the preview made it seem like he was actually dating this woman. So yes, <laughs> I was thoroughly shocked when I watched that. So yeah, I mean this is a solid this is a solid 3 and wasn't even really that hard to think about it. Okay. And I'm going to I'm going to be right at, right in line with the both of you. I'm going to say this is a solid 3. Um we did we we did get like the evolution stages of Hitena and that was nice seeing all three evolutions um in one episode. But at the same time, this was more filler and to get Brock back into the picture. And I feel like we're going to see a whole lot more in these following. How how many more episodes we got? Eight more episodes. Eight um, more. So, yeah, I, I feel like I will give this a solid three. So I'm right in line with the both of you. So, but. All right. Um. But yeah. Hey, Carl. Um. I. I'm. I want to go ahead and give you the floor. I know I didn't. Um. Um. Say too much at the beginning because I wanted. Um. To give you the the very ending to kind of explain your your Patreon and what you're kind of doing and to see if any of our audience would like to come over and subscribe to your to your channel. Yeah, my main thing that I do is uh, my Scyther audio dramas. I do uh, X-Men show, which is X-Men, the audio drama, which is the most popular. I do a Power Rangers show, and I do, now I'm doing a Batman trial of Bruce Wayne uh, one. Basically, we do high production, uh, fan produced, but with top quality voice actors and production quality, or uh, full cast audio dramas um, that are basically my version of what I, what X-Men episode I want, what X-Men series I would want it to be, or Power Rangers uh, thing I would want it to be. Um, yeah, we've got a Patreon at patreon.com slash audio if you would like to support us there. Otherwise, you can find us, just search for Power Rangers, the audio drama, or X-Men, the audio drama. You'll find us um, out there on all of the platforms that you listen to podcasts, including YouTube. All right. And I... I would like to vouch i do like your trial of bruce wayne that um, i i have so many i actually have questions of how you were able to get that done so properly the way that you did i i because i i was listening to that when you first started dropping i was like man these are really really good 
And so if you if you can, people, go ahead and take a listen to that. Very good audio, uh, very good voice actors, and very good editing. He does a very good job. At, you do a good job, job at what you do. I, I will toss my hat out to you. Thank you very much. I was literally, I was literally just adding to editing the second episode today. So uh, hopefully everybody enjoys that. Yes. So, but it never really stops, does it? It just kind of keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm what I literally released an X-Men episode last week onto Batman, then straight out to Power Rangers. Like I've always got something going. So, okay. Well, thank you again for coming on to yet another episode of the Pokemon adventures that we're going through. So, and hopefully this is not the last one. We, we will definitely be extending the invite again on, on your next season, on your next season of Power yes. Rangers. We will, we will invite you right back on to the show. <laughs> the CEO. Yes. So, all right. But, um, do either one of um do you, either one of you have anything else to say before we sign off? No, I'm good. All right. Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Just another another good episode on this last little nostalgia run. All right, sounds good. Well, then Carl, go ahead and say goodbye to our audience, please. All right, take care. Thank you very much, everybody. All right, and say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. And this is Professor Chris G telling all of you we will be back next week with special guest Mikey. So we have eight episodes left. We'll see you next week. Have a good night, everyone.